It's baby ears day. Don't worry about class. Just bring a lawn chair and start day drinking all mass. Derek's proved he was shady. He stepped out on Katie. Now letter Kenny's lined up to kick Derek's ass. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one will go through a proverbial wall for you. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vindictive Victor. <laughs> And joining us this week, he is a man that needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He is the voice of God, an onion with many layers. He's the Funko Master, bodyguard to the stars, but mostly he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. He may be coming off the bench this week to help us out, but he's no bench warmer. Please join me in making some noise for Dennis. <laughs> Wondrous. Oh my god. Welcome back to the Produce Stand, Dennis. They call me D1, the delicious one, DDV. The human highlight reel, great to look at and even better to feel. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. An unbroken stallion that cannot be controlled. A mountain of a man and suck to behold. Delicious. Dennis Vicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah! That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking right. Yum. E. All right. Oh, <laughs> Dennis, thank that you. That was so, so worthy of a season uh, finale. I episode. know, right? Yeah. This is I'm so excited. So uh, I mentioned it in your introduction, but uh, you're you're filling in today for uh, unfortunately uh, our guest who was scheduled for this week. He's gone MIA. Cool breeze. I hope you're out there and I hope you're okay. Um, but uh, couldn't get a hold of him. So uh and this week this season we didn't have a Dennis episode, and I was I was kind of feeling not I don't know how to, didn't know how to feel about that. So it didn't the, feel right. Didn't feel right. So I would have made it to the egg hole. Oh yeah. Good. Well, I hope you still do. But anyway, it's great to have you here because this episode, this episode, uh, Ooh, boy. oh boy. So you know what? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get started with, um, where is it? Uh, oh, I can't find my goddamn. Oh, here we go. How are you now? Uh, today's, uh, uh, the lineup is going to be myself, Victor, Tanya, Matt, and Dennis. So I guess I start. And uh, my week has been freaking busy. Oh my God, so busy with work, uh, the podcast with work. Um, and I, I hosted a, a, few, a couple of uh, events this week at work. Just work, 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 and uh, hasn't stopped and continues. And now uh, tonight, or yeah, tonight we were hanging up uh streamers and balloons for our daughter whose birthday is tomorrow so this week just keeps on going and uh, hasn't no sign of stopping anytime soon so uh, i'm just really exhausted so i hope that i can keep my energy up tonight because uh this episode this episode we're going to review tonight deserves high energy so uh that's my week victor how's yours well uh it, it, 
I don't know. It's just uh, the, the week's a whirlwind. It started with a long weekend for us in Canada, which is oh, great. Right. Where, yeah. we, where we <laughs> celebrate the celebrate taking the land from from uh, you know from the natives, which is uh, something I guess we celebrated in the states as well. Uh, just a little bit off. But is but, is uh, Canadian Thanksgiving I, about that? I don't think it's. I think it's more of a harvest festival, isn't it? It's not about yeah, the pilgrims yeah, and look, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the roots. Anyway, no, I, I understand. Uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so let's start with that. Then then uh, we we I I I was I listened to your podcast and I have to give you props. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, just uh, wow. Yes. Oh. Killer. 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 Oh, thank you. Um, and 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 Al, you were good too. I was referring to Matt's, Matt's commercial. <laughs> oh shit, uh, Victor! <laughs> oh man, damn you, Victor! You caught me. You caught me in a, yeah. in a moment I'm of like, vanity. You like, caught the Matt tater. and Al are giving thumbs up. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, well, you know, just uh, really good job, both of you. Thanks. Uh, and then and then uh, this is this week is the beginning of my favorite season, which is the hockey season, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that, that's been kind of exciting. We had two uh, two nights of Leaf hockey in a row. Unfortunately, tonight I didn't really watch it, which is good because they lost. Oh. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, just busy week with all kinds of stuff. So it's nice to be able to uh, have hockey back. I'm really excited about that. What did you think of uh, the uh, the debut of the Kraken? Um, did you watch any of it? No. Yeah, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, you know, they they were down three nothing quickly, and then they came back to tie, uh, and then they kind of they they lost the game in the end. They're not going to be as as good as Vegas was in their first year because they don't don't nearly have as talented crop of players. Uh, uh, but but whatever, you yeah. know, they're the Kraken, uh, and and I guess their fans are going to be called crackheads. So there's that. <laughs> oh no, is that what they're calling oh, them already? No. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, all I saw from from the Kraken was the Vegas pre-show. Uh, you know how they usually put on a, an elaborate yeah. video show on the ice of uh, of a uh, Golden Knight battling their foe, and it's it was a, yeah. it's impressive. Like only in Vegas can can you do something sure. like that? It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. I uh, you know recommend looking it up if you haven't seen it. Uh, let's see, Tanya, how was your week? Uh, busy as you said. Um, uh, getting ready for our daughter's birthday tomorrow and. Uh, planning a birthday party, a small little tiny birthday party for Saturday, having two little girl, uh, little friends over. Uh, so that will be strange because that will be the first in a long time since we've had anything like that. So uh, getting ready for that and um, just work's been super busy. Oh, uh, we went for a walk the other night, gorgeous night out. And uh, after dinner, we it, it's dark out already. And we went for a walk and uh, suddenly we walk past this smell and it's like a skunk outside. But then we quickly realized it's not a skunk, it's marijuana. <laughs> and my daughter has my, has my hand and like she's seven turning eight. And she's like, oh what's that smell she's like i really like it and i'm like oh no oh no 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 you don't no you don't you don't like that she goes it's bad but it's good she's like i'm like shut up stop that is. I'm, like, I'm like stop I'm like no you're not allowed to like that stop. you know what that's how i was with gasoline at that age i uh, like the smell of gasoline was was i loved it yeah how'd you well, feel about markers oh lo- same same like, yeah for sure i i, lo- I burnt many many uh, a brain cell i grew shit. up like at the stock cars and 
and yeah. and the gas and the tires and the rubber and everything burning and oh I loved it yeah but yeah this was like oh no please no nothing nothing smells better than trains <laughs> trains oh, geez, of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just uh, it's been a busy week and uh, I have a fun story coming up but I'm not going to tell it yet so oh, go okay there's a teaser right there Matt how's your week but why don't you start by letting us know how your boy's doing. Is it is it your turn or my turn? No, it's your turn. Okay. Okay. He's I, good. I switched it up a bit. I, I went yeah, first. Well, yeah, you didn't give me any lead up. So. I gave the lineup. Yeah, yeah. You weren't paying attention. I, thought I, was, I was last. Lineup did you already go? Because I was. Oh, you did go. You started. Never mind. I'm lost. Let's catch up. <laughs> Blue spatula. Moving on. Yeah. Where's Blue spatula? <laughs> Matt. How's your, uh, how's, yeah. 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 How's my week? Yeah. He's good. Um, Reese is Reese is great. I mean, mm-hmm. there's. It, like I said, it was the best case scenario in a really scary situation. So mm-hmm. thank God for that. Um, he had a couple of bruises. He moved on. Mm-hmm. He barely remembers that it even happened. So how old is that's he again? Good. He's eight. Eight. Oh, I hope he doesn't yeah. have memory of it. Yeah. I don't know. Eight's a, Maybe eight's we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Might... I mean, it'd be interesting to see next time. We haven't gone for a bike ride since. So oh, okay. um, we'll see like if we get a chance this weekend, how he responds. Yeah. I'm worried that that might trigger, but you know, we'll, we'll cross that as it comes. But yeah, it was scary. Um, I think we were more scared than he was. So mm-hmm. he's a tough kid. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, aside from that, good, good news stuff. Um, the fam jam is in town. I know I talked about this mm-hmm. a few weeks. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen oh, yeah, them yet, parents. but my parents drove in from Nova Scotia. It's been two years since I've seen them. <sighs> um, crazy to think about. They've actually only met my youngest once and that was the first couple weeks that he was born right oh um, and now he's turning two next oh week my so gosh. like can you imagine it's it's crazy so we're going over to the, see them tomorrow night for dinner and then they're spending the whole weekend with us it's going to be hopefully epic and great and just very oh. very needed um so looking very very forward to that oh my gosh um, and also, it's been an interesting week. So we we talked about pod, we were we were joking about the different podcasts before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did I did the dispute pod, which it sounds like I may be in the lead or maybe I don't know. Well, it looks like you're always. you're the clear winner. So yeah, you managed to to if beat you, the incumbent. If <laughs> yeah, if you haven't checked a dispute pod, uh, check it out. It was a blast. Uh, it was I had, a, I had a real good time. And actually, what happened as a result of that is. Um, Demond, who is one of the co-hosts of Disputed Pod, does his own podcast called Demond Does, mm-hmm. and it's Demond Does Six Questions, and basically he grabs random people from the world and asks them the same six questions, and you get different stories out of it. And I had the privilege of being asked onto a show, nice. so I'm on back-to-back nights of podcasting because last night I was with him. Oh, um, you've already recorded. I- yeah, we recorded last night. It, it happened very quick, but it was uh, it was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was if you so it, he said it'll take a few weeks to come out. Um, but Demond does. I did listen to a couple of his other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. It, I like his concept, and, and I kind of joked with him when he said, "You want to come on?" I said, "Why? I'm not that interesting." And he said, "Listen, everyone has a story." Mm-hmm. Um, actually. Dennis, he should get you. Oh my God. Um, but he's oh, going to yeah. need more than six questions. I know. I, I, I know. I defied DeMond to stay, stick to six <laughs> oh questions. Oh my God. But Is it always yeah, the same that, six, uh, six same questions? Same six questions. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, and it kind of just opens up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple more serious ones, a couple more lighter ones, and then a couple kind of, it can go anyway. Um, I talk a lot, so it was easy to fill some time, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. Um, and you're becoming have, a bit of a pod slut because aren't you going on oh, pod skier as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing pod skier next Monday as well. I'm doing the rounds, guys. Oh, um, my goodness. Good. You better be fun. You better be repping the produce stand. 
I am. I am. I always bring it up. I actually mentioned my own. I say, but no, no, really ignore me. Go to Produce Stand Pod. Check us out. And, and I usually like anywhere you can find your podcast, mm-hmm. you'll find us. So don't worry, Al. I got us. Okay. Uh, so that'll be coming out in a couple of weeks. Honestly, just check out his podcast. It's, it's unique. It's a little bit different. It's a very casual conversation. I like the format and it was it was really fun to be a part of. And, uh, you know, I probably sound like a fool, but it'll be out in a couple of weeks. So please check it out. Part of the course. Cool. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis. <so> consistent. <laughs> Dennis, thank you so much again for stepping in tonight. How have you been? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> October 6th of last year was when uh, Eddie Van Halen passed. Oh, yeah. And, and I I can't find reference of anybody in the world that's done more Eddie Van Halen Funko Pop Customs than me. So I've kind of become synonymous with it. So this last week has just been nothing but EVH. Wow. So uh, <clears throat> I got a couple to show. Yeah. This one's yeah. Kanye West. I was going to say, that doesn't look like Eddie Van Halen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a little different, right? We don't see uh, color out. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you missed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there he is. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Nailed it. In all his uh, glory. This is uh, Eddie from Hot for Teacher with the No nice. Bozo shirt. Nice. And I've actually started branching out into doing custom boxes too. So this oh, is. Oh, wow. Oh, look at you. Cool. Jeez. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> So, so that's, you know, take some pictures of that stuff so we can we can tweet. Yeah, that yeah, because because this oh, makes uh, this makes for poor podcasting. Everyone's like, I know. What are they talking? <laughs> Audio medium visuals. Yeah. Don't make- You're gonna so have to start your own manufacturing. Yeah. Well, look, do you partner look. with a packaging company, <laughs> or you you you're printing that out and folding it yourself and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, you know I, I found a Photoshop program where I can kind of plug and play, and I have some okay. experience with you know digital imagery, so sure. nice. I make it myself nice. and. Cut that, them out and paste them on myself. Those are like Looks store professional. Yeah, well done. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so, I mean, speaking of uh, being pod slut, I mean, you're you're kind of uh, sponsoring behind our back now. You're sponsoring another podcast. What's going on there? Come on, baby. You know you're the only podcast with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you tell them that too. There's only one podcast. <laughs> I, I'm far too much man for only one podcast. <laughs> it's okay. He's a buddy, so you can talk about it. <laughs> But, you know, it's, you know, that connection was made through the produce stand. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jack reached out to me and said, Hey, we got a podcast over here too. So I was like, Hey, all right. Yeah. And you know, it's based on community, which I watched religiously when it was on TV. So, um, you know, it kind of made sense and they reached out to me. I was like, Hey, cool. Let's figure something out. Yeah. Jack's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. They're all good guys over there. Oh, how's your ceiling? Did you ever get the, the right. water thing figured out? <laughs> I'd show you if I, I didn't think I would risk losing audio. Oh, no, yeah. Did yeah. it fix? Did it get- no, oh, man. No. Yeah, well, they say so, but the dude literally came over, put up a two-by-four, screwed it into the ceiling. Ah. <sighs> Literally just cut out a piece of drywall, put it up there, and screwed that up into the end of the ceiling just to cover it up. That's it. So he didn't nailed fix it. it. He, it. Just, he just patched it up. Wow. It. It's like the... Oh, oh wow. Well, hopefully uh, it will hold up with uh, the rain coming and change mm-hmm. of season. I haven't had an issue yet, so I'm hoping it holds. Knock on wood. Yeah, with all that uh, that merchandise you have in there, in that room there, yeah, I hope you're insured. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, I mean, it's late and uh, Tanya and I are pretty tired, but uh, Tanya, would you like a coffee? Yes. And Victor, would you like a coffee? Have a coffee. He's got a coffee. I've That's got right. A Matt, coffee. would you like a coffee? <laughs> 
<laughs> One line, Victor. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. <laughs> Great, because as you know, Diabolical Coffee is not being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. Uh, you can order whole bean, course, and standard grind and espresso. Or if you like tanning me, there's a K-Cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of this season, which is only a couple of episodes left, uh, you can use the promo code produce stand for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch and he's got great merchandise uh thank you diabolical coffee for your support this season thank you eric and speaking of support we have 13 new twitter followers so welcome to danielle marchand rich shikora philip a shane from new york mystery mystery ship from chester p baginia i don't know what that is sadie on skates from california uh, Project Mosaic LLC from Denver, uh, Swaga Hoto, uh, Sean James from Chinle, Arizona, uh, Alicia Valencia from Denver, a couple of people from Denver this week, Donna, uh, I can't even pronounce this. I don't know. There's too many consonants here. Tip. Tilla or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jace, uh, Justin Stocks and Snakes from State Farm. Thank you all for following and hopefully for Snakes listening. From State Farm. <laughs> Previously on Letter Kenny. Last week we recapped and reviewed season six of episode eight, Holy Sheet. That episode was a unicorn receiving a fresh rating from all of us. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 92.9% of you gave it a fresh and the rest gave it a clearance. There were no composts. So tonight we recap and review the season finale of uh, season eight, Day Beer's Day. And uh, I'm going to start. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? Indeed. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? With the volume high. That's right. We we did it at lunch when the kids weren't <laughs> in, so that was great. Matt, have you done your homework? Certainly. And uh, Dennis, I think you've done your homework a couple of times. Davis. Davis, all right. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We cold open with Wayne, Rosie, and Katie at Modine's 3, chatting about their favorite superheroes uh, with Gail. Uh, Katie's is Superman. Rosie's is Wonder Woman. Wayne's is Batman and Gale's is, of course, Deadpool. When Rosie asks why Batman, Wayne answers because he's quite quiet, mysterious. No mystique, big mistake. Uh, just then, in walk Riley and Jonesy wearing very tight pants and no shirts. Kitty and Rosie turn to see what's going on. Wayne sa- stays facing the bar. He smells body spray, so it can't be anything good. Riley and Jonesy just got back. Jonesy just got back from a little uh, run ski, a little jog ski, a little sprint ski, a little trot ski, uh, in which uh, Gail says good film production note. Uh, trot ski is a movie. Uh, a Canadian movie from two thousand nine, uh, starring Jay, Jay yeah, Jay Baruchel, aka Hard Right Jay, and directed by Jacob Tierney, aka Glenn. So, <clears throat> was I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Jacob uh, directed it. It's a fantastic it. movie, by the way. Oh, I have, uh, it's on my queue because I, I checked out a few scenes from yeah, it. Yeah, it it's kind of good. a retelling of uh, I think it's the Russian Revolution or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, in Montreal uh, though. Yeah, it's it's interesting. In Montreal, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's he's like the reincarnation of Trotsky and. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a pretty fascinating movie. Really it's well funny. Jay Baruchel goes from hard right Jay on Letter Kenny to very very far left <laughs> Trotsky. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I highly recommend it. Yes, uh, the girls unload on Riley and Jonesy with a little help from Alexander, who must have finally emerged from cleaning the toilets in the bathroom. Alexander, Confucius say a man who stand on toilet is high on pot. 
What do you think about these two? We're not going to get any chicks dressing like gays. What if they are gay? Then they're definitely not going to get any chicks now. Your junk looks like it wants to shake my hand. You stuff a winter glove down there? Looks like a Ziploc baggie full of carrot sticks to me. <laughs> Riley says it's a small price to pay for the scientific competitive edge that they get wearing compression tights. They're decreasing wind resistance by 2%. The girls tell them they're decreasing their manhood by much larger percentage than that. Uh, curiosity finally gets the best of Wayne, so he turns around and immediately regrets his decision. All right, let me get to the bottom of this. Holy fuck. Give me one good reason why you want to go running in tights with your junk bouncing about. Give me one good reason why we shouldn't. You want to? Even better. Women and children. Tights are for girls. Compression tights. They hold your muscles firmly in place while improving blood flow to the muscles. So Lululemon comes along, revolutionizes the female ass game. Mm. Dudes love it because they secretly want to wear it. These are nothing like Lululemon. They're exactly like Lululemons. Okay, yeah, but they're not Lululemons. It looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. They're not! What if they are? Then they're definitely not going to get any chicks now. They're for increased athletic <laughs> performance, boys. But we can see your junk, boys. Riley says their bulging junk isn't from the tights. They're also wearing a new kind of underwear called bags. Uh, the new underwear separates your ding from your balls and your balls from your leg to avoid chafing. Uh, the girls are surprised to hear that dudes chafe. Wayne says they don't. Uh, Riley says they do if they run in compression tights. Uh, Gail wants details on how the un uh, underwear separates the balls from the legs. Put on your gitch, right? It's like any other day. Nothing out of the ordinary. But with bags, when you pull them up, drop your balls into a hammock-like pouch. You just set them in there, like... Yeah, you just drop your balls in a little pouch, like, there. Yeah, you just station them in there, like... But that makes your junk stick out even more. <laughs> Tell me, Katie Cat. All right, so you want to go out running, you throw on some tights. Compression tights. Junk's out there, women and children. Increased athletic performance. And then you put on some special underwear with a pouch for your balls. You just set them in there. Yeah, you just drop your balls in a little pouch, like, there. That make your junk stick out more? Yeah, that's it, boys. That's a dagger. Katie and Rosie turn back around to face the bar, and we cut to Wayne outside saying, no mystique, big mistake, and we cue the theme. All right. So this cold open, I'm first, and I get to say it was meh. <laughs> it was just meh, <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, the best part of that cold open was Alexander, actually. He was funny. <laughs> and uh, um, and the, But the rest of it was just Riley and Jonesy being Riley and Jonesy and, and being ridiculous and... Uh, uh, yeah, I wish they'd gone more with the, the, the superhero talk, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Riley and Jonesy had to interrupt that. So for me, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. It, it comes nowhere near anything, you know, any of my top 10 even. So it was just there. Uh, Victor, what'd you think? Really exactly the same. It was, uh, it was a bit of a disappointment because I thought the cold open was going to be all about superheroes, mm -hmm. which is totally my, you know, that's my bag. And, mm -hmm. and, and I was just waiting. I, I was waiting. Yeah. And then instead it ended up being a bag for your sack. And uh, I just didn't, <laughs> I, it was just so ridiculous. It was, it, you know, uh, I don't know. It was, it, and it was a bit of a downer, right? Mm -hmm. Because last, it, it went from Riley and Jonesy kind of bringing their chops last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and now it just back to their nonsense. Uh, so, uh, whatever <laughs> it was, it was a pass. Yeah. Uh, Tanya. Okay. 
<laughs> I just have to say, this was the funniest. I loved it because... Oh, my God. Topless because, Riley and Jonesy. Because, no, because it was the lead up. Were they that, topless? No, I guess they're they not. were topless. Yeah, they were topless. But this is right. the... Okay, here's the lead up. And you have to, like, just come with me on my story. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm full out Christmas shopping now because, like, I, I go in from, like, birthday at, right into Christmas. And I start, like, ordering all this stuff to, to start coming to the house. Anyways... I'm on Amazon and I'm looking for underwear for my teenage boy that is like, okay, I need to get this right. Like, and so I'm reading reviews on underwear on like Monday or Tuesday. So I hadn't seen this episode yet. And these reviews are, I'm like dying laughing on these reviews. Like men are talking about chafing and like playing tennis and how, um, uh, Geppetto and his, and his workshop, you know, now have a safe place to, to, to rest and that their balls can breathe, um, um, separately from their lungs and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, dudes are writing like novels about their junk in underwear. And I am like, I'm loving it. I'm like reading all of them <laughs> and like going to the next, like, oh, what does like, you know, Adidas say even, about their... <laughs> even Christmas shopping, Tanya's distracted by the D. <laughs> I, I totally was. I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, you know, oh, this one really holds everything nicely. And oh yeah. So, okay. So that was my lead up to mm -hmm. this episode episode. And so now they're talking about their junk and stuff and Riley and Jonesy and, and, uh, you know, like the superhero thing, it fit right into it because superheroes, they wear their underwear as outside. outerwear, right? <laughs> so it totally ties in with the superhero thing. Like mm -hmm. oh, Wonder Woman, she wore freaking underwear. Well, do not blue spatula me. <laughs> uh, you, okay. Okay. Wonder Woman, her underwear is on. That's all she wears. It's just her underwear and boots. And, 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 and she wears a wonder bra. See, you have a model lover. She, <laughs> you'll she, never open it. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Victor has I will. I, I, I open all my toys. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. I think Dennis is going to show you up one. See, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis can, can, yeah, he can totally verify what I'm saying. They all wear their underwear on the oh, outside. Nice. Oh, Look, oh that's a, yeah, that's a uh, Linda. What's her name? Linda uh, Carter. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. That's the original. Yeah. Dennis, you agree with me, right? They wear their underwear on the as outerwear. Batman, underwear well, on the outside. Everybody wears so their underwear on the outside. Superman stopped wearing his underwear on the outside. But he, you, his original... And, and that's when he stopped looking cool. And his original is and so Matt, outerwear. Matt was feeling left out. He's holding up his Funko Pop. Are you wearing your underwear on the outside of your overalls? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, I am not. He's, not. he's not wearing any underwear. All that right. is not part of Anyways, the design specs. I, I loved it. I, I thought... Uh, Alexander was hilarious. I love the whole, you know, stand ye who stands on, on yeah, yeah, the toy, whatever. High on pot. Yeah. High on pot. Like, loved it. Loved it. I thought it was great. So, wow, yeah. there you go. Who knew? Um, all you needed is a topless Riley and Jonesy. And, and it's funny, when you were reading me, but it those, wasn't I know, just I know. that. When you were reading it was me also that. Wayne. Like, Wayne's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not oh, doing yeah, it. Funny. And then he yeah. turns around and he's like, damn it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, what? Now it's burned in my skull type of thing. When you were reading me those reviews, I was laughing on the inside because I knew it was coming. So I knew that you would enjoy <laughs> this part of the cold open because, oh, because of you. those reviews. Anyway, Matt, what did you Fun think? Fun read. <laughs> I'm 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 a little disappointed oh. in you guys. Oh, oh um, <laughs> so listen. This of was course, you loved it, Matt. Of no, course. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't misunderstand me, sir. Uh, it was fine. There was nothing mm. over the top 
But what you're missing is this was a very important public service announcement going on here about the safety in man's junk. Okay, gotcha. I am very well versed in this category and a very big supporter of what these two gentlemen were talking about. Well, you're a runner. Well, not even being a runner. This is my day-to-day life. Ever since I have been opened my eyes to the world of these separative um, boxer brief. Do you own a uh, pair of bags? You're a fan of those? So there are multiple different brands who try to do this. There's actually only one that's gotten it right, and that's Saks with their ballpark pouch, as they call it. Um, It's more of a separation. It's amazing. If you have not experienced it, you have not lived, you're living in pain, gentlemen. Give it a. There's other kinds. There's a, there's one brand called Two Under. We are we are looking for sponsorship for this podcast yeah, for next season. The, so Saks, the two, under, the two Under, the Two Under brand. They have what they call the uh, Joey Pouch, where yeah, you just put them in there. Um, but listen, ever since the I Joey Pouch, this, I love it. It's amazing, and then they and they totally sell the idea with this. But ever since <laughs> I've discovered these wonderful types of underwear, I cannot wear anything but. Hmm, and I actually very. I'm a big Pris when it comes to like, like wife, you'll come up with like something. She's like, Oh, I picked you up these. I'm like, let's take them back. Like, I'm not wearing them. They don't have a separation. She's like, you don't really need that. I'm like, yeah, I do. It's like when you're given something so wonderful, you why want would you want anything less? <laughs> oh, I'm getting so, sacks for everyone. Oh my God. If you have not experienced this kind of <laughs> shit yet, you're not living gentlemen. Wow. Get it. Figure it out. All right. Nice. I, that's what I want in my stocking. I'm right. putting in sacks in Dennis. your stocking. Dennis, I'm going to put some nut, some wall. You'd like walnuts. Oh, so I'm going to stick walnuts in yeah. your, in your <laughs> really wrinkly. Eh? Oh, man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This one's kind of a meh. Yeah. Me. I, you know, but I'm that guy when somebody comes up with the, the cool newest thing and they want to brag about, it, I'm like, look at this. Nut. <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your life? So like I, I could identify with it, but it was just kind of there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, we'll move on to scene one coming out of the theme. Uh, still at Modine's three, but now it's just Dirks at the bar with Gail. Uh, Bonnie shows up early because, well, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. Uh, Dirks gets an eye full of Bonnie as she walks past and mutters his signature. Very cool, very cool, very nice. Uh, this elicits a fuck you from Gail. But when Dirks reacts, reacts uh, Gail lies and tells him uh, her comment wasn't directed at him, but at someone behind him who just farmer spit on the, t- the carpet. Uh, then Gail asks him about his weekend plans. Here, taking your little cousin to Quebec for his 18th birthday. Okay. Just making conversation. Why Quebec? Well, he's turning 18. Legal drinking age in Quebec is 18, so do the man. Fuck off! What's that? Now you, girl behind you, just crop dusted. Very gnarly. <laughs> very gnarly. Very unnecessary. Unusual business as usual. Anything else calling your name in Quebec? Poutine. Smoke meat. Nope. For strippers in Canada. Okay, is that to me or someone behind? <laughs> uh, just then, Rosie walks by and says hi to Gail and Dirks, ha- hammering on the D. Uh, Dirks gets an eyeful of Rosie as she walks by and under his breath says, how are you now? Uh, Wayne answers for her. Uh, good and you and grabs Dirks by the chin, stares him in the eye and says, I'm fucking dying for a piece of you. Uh, Katie walks in and Gail warns Wayne, who lets go of Dirks face. Uh, Katie tells Dirks that they have to go if they want to catch their movie. And she walks out. Dirks smugly gets up off his stool. And before he walks out, he whispers to Wayne that everybody in Letterkenny likes him except for Wayne. Then he calls him cute, cute butt, tells Wayne to chew on that and walks off. 
Wayne grumbles that he doesn't like that dude. Gail agrees, and so does Bonnie. Next scene. Uh, cut to two days later, Wayne is sitting outside reading with Rosie as she's telling him how much she doesn't like Dirks. Uh, they get back to reading. Well, Ro- Rosie gets back to reading. Wayne starts just turning the pages of the book, licking his finger between each one uh, just to annoy Rosie. I know you're just doing that to bug me. What's that? Stop doing that. Stop doing what? You didn't even read that page. Which page? <laughs> Stop that. Sorry? You're missing your book. I read this book several times, so not missing much. <laughs> Must be a pretty good book. Oh, it's a great book. It's The Black Donnellys. <clears throat> Production note, The Black Donnellys is a classic Canadian true crime novel by Thomas B. Kelly, Kelly uh, from 1954, based on a true story about an Irish immigrant family settled in Ontario and that terrorized their community for 33 years. So, of course. Terrorized them how now? Uh, just stealing and and fighting and killing and yeah it's it's it's, it's huh. all based on a true story too it's all interesting yeah uh let's see here wayne's flirtation works and rosie moves to sit beside him i like how those pants fit it's good pant good pants why is it more than one pant it's a pair of pants oh the gal at the store called it a pant well that's a girl who should know they're called pants one time she called it a jean bet she liked how that jean fit too okay you thought she was lesbian actually mm. Just then, Wayne's phone rings. It's Marie Fred. He grumbles and ignores the call. She's still trying to get in your pant? Okay, maybe it is pants. <laughs> Tough go away. Eh? Yep. Getting any easier? Yep. Rosie asks Wayne if they're going to participate in Daybeer's Day. Wayne's got chores to do first, so Rosie offers up two strong hands. More hands make less work, and then after that, they can go together. Wayne takes this opportunity to ask Rosie if she'd like to formalize things. So what would you say if, like, well, we started going, like, most places together? I'd say pitter-patter. Good now. But let's get at her. Big day in Letterkenny. Yep. It's Day Beer's Day. Uh, scene three. Outside Modine's three, Gail, Derry, Squirrely Dan, Katie, Rold, Stuart are sitting out in the parking lot in lawn chairs drinking beer. There's a big sign on the wall that reads Day Beer's Day. The McMurrays join the already joined them already drunk. Derry points out that if McMurray's hammered, you know what that means. Uh, Katie's out for this. She's headed down to Dirks to help him and his cousin with their hangovers from the weekend in Quebec. Uh, Derry wonders why they went to Quebec. The McMurrays know the answer. Best rippers on earth in Quebec. The legal drinking age is 18. <laughs> well, she used to touch them. Touch what? The chance. Look at the second one, I'm not in 10 teddy bars, too. Mm. Okay, I'll bite. Have you ever done that? <laughs> <laughs> we ever done. <laughs> The McMurray's go on to tell a story of when they got a couple's lap dance. I'll spare you the drunken slurry details as Dennis just uh, <laughs> gestured. <laughs> uh, let's just say it's a typical McMurray story told from both tits, I mean sides. Uh, everyone else just sits there listening with repulsed looks on their faces, except for good old Gaylor. Uh, Riley and Jonesy dr- joined the drinking party. They wonder where Katie's off to. Uh, they wanted to take a run at her. Derry informs them that they're out of luck. Katie has a new boyfriend. He's from the U.S. Riley and Jonesy say they fucking hate Yanks. Uh, Bonnie brings out more beers and Riley and Jonesy's attention shifts to them. Next scene. Uh, at the uh, farmhouse, Katie's getting ready to head down to Michigan. Uh, Gus blocks her from leaving the house. And after a few dog kisses, Katie dismisses Gus and heads on her way. Uh, next scene. Back at Modine's 3 at the parking lot, we find out why Riley and Jonesy hate Yanks so much. 
Yank teams would come up from Michigan and Ohio to play in our tournaments growing up, and they were stacked. The shit kicked us. You guys are usually losing, though, no? This is different, though. A team from Detroit would have a D-man from New York, a Tandy from Boston, and a sniper from Minnesota. They'd all fly in thrice a week for practice, then they come up and shit kick us. Religious fellas? Why? Well, sounds like they've got some monies. Wasn't fair. They're best players in the country versus the best players in our county. Stewart also hates Yanks, but it's because they're the first to steal our and catalog our online data. They have record of every site you've been to, every subject you've ever searched, and every porno you've ever watched, uh, every text you've ever sent. Uh, Yanks have it, and one day we'll leak it. That's why they're solely on the dark web. Uh, Jonesy brings up the point that the word Yank is not PC anymore. In fact, a player in the OHL got suspended for calling a European player a Euro. Uh, production note, this is true. It's actually happened twice. The first time it happened was 2004. James Wisniewski was suspended five games in the OHL for saying the phrase, I don't fight fucking Euros. Uh, he played for six d- different NHL teams after that and then played for Russia for a season as well. Uh, he's been suspended multiple times as a pro, so he's no uh, stranger to, to suspensions. Uh Derry says he's got no problem with Yanks. If Canada was in trouble, they'd be the first ones to come up and help us get sorted. Scray Dan says they're good neighbors. Stuart uh, says good neighbors was a good film. So production note there. Lots of production notes in this one. The 2010 Canadian film Good Neighbors stars Jay Baruchel and is written and directed by Jacob Tierney. So those guys uh, do a lot of work together. (laughs) Uh, Derry doesn't like Derrick's though. Uh, when they ask him why, it says because Wayne doesn't like him. And Squirrely Dan agrees. Ryan Jonesy says Dirks better behave himself because if he hurts Katie, they'll go after him. And the skids agree. Yeah, that's small towns on the snow globes for you. Boy, howdy. Yeah, we might bickers with each other's on the inside, but if someone from the outside comes a knocking. Uh, cut to knocking on the farmhouse door. Wayne opens it. It's Marie Fred. She starts by apologizing to Wayne. He tells her... He, he didn't ha- she didn't have to come all that way to tell him that, but she did. Yeah, well, you can't win them all. Uh, but that isn't the only reason she showed up. My cousin had his bachelor party a couple of days ago. It was in a strip club in Montreal, and I went with the boys. Good. There was a yank buying everybody drinks, and our table eventually joined his table. And all his friends were saying how hot his girlfriend was, and one of them pulled up a picture on his phone. It was Katie. Wait, no reason to get excited. He came in with a bunch of girls and left with a bunch of girls. You doing anything you shouldn't be? Marie Fred nods her head, then reverts back to the subject of them. Marie Fred says it's been a tough go, eh? Wayne needs a little more time to, to change subjects. After some massive blinking, he goes back to being aloof with Marie Fred and, and agrees. Yup. Marie Fred asks him if it's getting any easier. Just as she finishes asking, Rosie comes out of the bathroom wearing very little and giving Marie Fred the stink eye as she walks off. Wayne answers with a perfect timing. Yep. Next scene. Back to the parking lot and back to the McMurray's telling their uncomfortable sex stories. Uh, This one's about a time McMurray spent down in McMurdle Beach and Mrs. McMurray spent in McMine Riviera. Both their stories are sexually graphic. The McMurray's story is making... Derry, Squirrelly Dan, and, uh, and Riley and Jonesy deeply uncomfortable. Mrs. McMurray's story is finding a more sexually liberal audience in Gale and the Skids. Uh, at the end of both their stories, they're asked if uh, the other knows about this, and both say, of course they do. There are no secrets between spouses. 
Uh, then they go on to another story about how sometimes Ms. when Mrs. McMurray is on the shitter, McMurray will stand outside the bathroom door naked, shaking his <laughs> hips back and forth, making a little golf clap sound <laughs> with his <laughs> dick slapping against his thighs. <laughs> They're both acting this out when Bonnie comes out. <laughs> we had just got just got the blue spatula. Bonnie comes out with Dave beers. Two fingers. <laughs> oh, sorry, two fingers. That's right, because it's McMurray. It's two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she gets excited because she thinks there's there, the dancing has begun and she shouts to Alexander to turn the music up uh, in the outside speakers. Uh, the others think dancing is a great idea. Anything to stop from hearing another McMurray story. Uh, <laughs> next scene, cue the musical montage. Here we go. Katie is on her way down to Michigan. She keeps trying to reach Dirks on the phone, but isn't getting an answer. Cuts up, cut back to Modine's parking lot where the dancing is picking up. Cut to the farmhouse. Wayne and Rosie jump in the truck, headed for Modine's. Wayne's on a mission. Uh, back to Modine's, still dancing. Cut to Katie at the food truck, grabbing a bite and still trying to reach Derek's and still no answer. Cut to Modine's. Uh, the dancing is interrupted by Wayne. He says something to the others and they all run and pile into their vehicles. Cut to Derek's house. Katie pulls up, sees Derek's cousin. Uh, see Derek's cousin coming out with a woman. And then Dirks comes out for a smoke. He's shirtless. He seems surprised to see Katie. Then another woman comes out from the house and wraps her arms around Dirks as he stands there looking at Katie. Uh, they stare at each other for a moment. Then Dirks' attention is drawn to the road as a bunch of vehicles pull up to the front of the house and spills out. And out spills Wayne, Derry, Squirrelly Dan, followed by McMurray, Mrs. McMurray, Stuart, Rold, Riley, Jonesy, Bonnie, and Gail. And they're all sprinting to get at Dirks <laughs> while Katie just stands there staring. And we fade to black. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a lot Thank of reading there. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. The, the, not a whole lot of clips could be. I mean, I was going to, I thought about clipping some of the McMurray story, but holy fuck. Like, A, you wouldn't be able to understand half of it with, with how badly they're slurring it. And B, it's just, you, if you really want to listen to that shit, <laughs> watch the episode. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I start. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's see here. I've actually broken this down scene by scene because it, there's a lot here in a, a short episode. It's a 19 minute episode. Really? It's only 19 it's minutes. Full, but yeah. it's it's full. It's full and there's some major scenes in this episode, but I feel like there's like I don't know. It's a little light on substance. The scenes are, are the, the the individual scenes are really really good. Everything else it, it, it's almost like they had these they had to figure out a way to to put all of these scenes into an episode and time together with the story. Cause the first thing that I noticed day beers day, does anybody know what that is? Like other than, okay, we're just drinking beer during the day. What is that? Like in past episodes, whenever the, 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 the Hicks or, or explain some special day in letter Kenny, they explain what the day is about, why the, they give a bit of an uh, you know, exposition and background to what, what, the day is and why it started. There's nothing. So all, all we know is that it's a day that they all get together to drink in the Modine's parking lot, which is enough of an occasion, but they don't really do much to explain it. So I feel like this is kind of something they threw together because they needed to tie some very important scenes in there. The, the Marie Fred showing up at, at, uh, at Wayne's door, the, uh, you know, Wayne and Rosie's a relationship kind of being cemented. And of course the, the Katie, Double cross. Everything else in this episode is kind of trying to weave it all together. And, you know, I feel like it kind of falls short. But anyway, that's those are kind of my initial 
findings here. Victor, what do you think? Yeah, I felt I was, um, th- there was a few inside jokes happening mm. and I was not invited to the party. Right. Like, I, <laughs> like uh, I thought I was trying to think hard, like which episode do I just, did I like daydream through mm. where they would have talked about Beer's day? Cause, right. cause the way they were talking, like it was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Even the, 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 the mantra that they were going on with, like, like we, did I did I completely pass out through a reference to this because <laughs> totally didn't get it, uh, and and that 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 bothered me because that was such a big part of the non montage part of the episode, right? And it's like I have no idea what they're there for. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Uh, aside from the obvious, so that was kind of weird. And then and then the scene with Katie and the dog. I'm still trying to figure that one out. What that, the fuck yeah. was that? <laughs> that one was kind of that felt a little out of place as well. I mean, the only thing I can think of is it's. Everybody, everything in in Letter Kenny is conspiring against her going down to visit Dirks, and so she yeah, did anyway, right? But the, Including, dog the dog doesn't come on. No, and I know, I, thought, I know. Yeah, yeah. And I, then I thought, did the dog like poop, do a poopsie doopsie somewhere? <laughs> and he's like feeling, it's like, yeah, go, I'll clean yeah. it up. And but but then I thought, no, maybe Dirks does poopsie doopsie, and the dog is smart and knows. So I thought, I don't know. So that was a little bit ambiguous. Yeah. Um. So, you know, my initial thought is that all the scenes leading up to the montage are a bit of a throwaway for me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, for me, the funniest part of that whole scene with uh, um, McMurray and, and, and his drunk wife mm-hmm. is, is in the background, seeing McMurray leaving the scene, doing his... <laughs> Doing his squid squid walk or whatever oh, right, that is. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I caught that too. I died. <laughs> That's when I laughed out loud. That is that is I think the only time I laughed out loud in this episode. Mm. It's just that. And it's that that physical comedy that he does. Yeah. Uh, just that that one part is for me the the take the the, the good. Everything else is kind of flat. Like mm-hmm. it just I, I have a, I, you know, I've had enough of McMurray's stupid drunk stories and stuff like that. Uh, and he's a piece of shit. So that's his that's yeah. his thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like his wife I'm more annoyed. I'm more kind of annoyed by his by his wife than him. Oh. Because I, I don't know, like, why does she have to be drunk all the time? <laughs> <laughs> she's married to McMurray. <laughs> I guess maybe that's maybe that's the secret uh, yeah. to their uh, to their yeah, place. They're, they're kind of perfect for each other, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. Anyway, so uh, my initial thought is that like everything else was just there. It Mm. was it was completely unnecessary. And if you take it all, if this whole episode was only the montage, Mm -hmm. that would have been totally fine. Mm -hmm. It's everything we need because we had all the clues from previous episodes. And we were just waiting, like, you know, in previous episodes, like yeah. they were asking, what do you think is going to happen? That's ex- this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Or like, it doesn't take a genius. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so like, I feel like a montage would have been enough and everything else. They thought they needed to make it 19 minutes instead of nine minutes. And, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, it was, I don't know. They could have done better. That's all. Victor, you don't, you will never appreciate it. How hard I tried to use the word comeuppance in the limerick this week. <laughs> I tried not, so hard. Wait, wait, there's nothing rhymes with comeuppance. It's except no. tuppence and there's nothing I could have. Uh, tuppence. Uh, but tuppence. <laughs> anyway. Um, you yeah, can do it yeah. next. We have a whole other season. I'm going to disagree way. with you, Victor. There's some amazing scenes in here. Rosie yeah. and Wayne reading together. I mean, yeah. 
that's the closest we now know that Wayne flirts like a 12 year old high school boy. <laughs> that's, that's his method of flirt. the only thing he didn't sure. do is like pull her hair or pull the chair out from under her. Everything else though. He, <laughs> that's how he flirts. I love those sure. scenes. The scene with Marie Fred at his door. Come on. That was a great scene. Uh, perfectly timed. Like I loved it. Um, it was, and, but it was a clip. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it was less of a scene than more and more of a clip. Right. It was, it was like, Oh, I'm going to, I mean, that's a perfect comeuppance, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, the fa- <laughs> you know, having her come to the door and having Rosie walk by mm-hmm. with all her, with all, you know, with all herself yeah. and it, just the timing of that. But that's a scene. That's, that's a clip, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost a meme, uh, if you will. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's like what it's what 30 seconds. So I don't know. I, I don't, I, I, in terms of scenes, yeah. like that whole, you know, the whole scene with the the beer day and mm-hmm. um, and 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 the whole montage. I mean, those are scenes. Yeah, I feel like they should have renamed this uh, episode "Comeuppance" and not "Dear Day." Oh Beer's my day. gosh, <laughs> Tanya, what do you think of this? Initial thoughts. I I can't help but think that this whole episode was just all about timing. It was the timing of every single scene, like right up until the last scene. So it was, it was like the perfect storm of every single one of the, the scenes, um, you know, starting with, um, um, Dirk's, you know, what a shift from the last episode, last episode, people were kind of falling all over him and, you know, who's that, you know, new hot thing. And, and now this episode, everybody's like complete 180 on him. And it's like, you don't like him. Everybody's now saying, uh, Dirk's the same way that Wayne was saying with the hard D, um, uh, hard D, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Caught myself hammering on the D. Hammering on the tea. <laughs> oh dear. Um, you know, I I I just want to say though, the whole thing with Marie Fred, like she calls out another cheater to the person that she cheated on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like the but the timing of that though, too. Like, I think the whole thing with Katie and the dog blocking her, I think it was just all, you know, moments of 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 things and time to come together. It was all just to come to that perfect pinnacle of, of her having her buddies and her backup there at that moment where she freezes. Like Katie, we never see Katie freeze up. Like she's always the one that gives the box shot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she's not the, the, she's not the person to just she's stand. Not the victim. She's never the victim. Yeah. Right. And I think everything happened and, and even, okay. So I want to note something, McMurray's story their their story about being in the uh, cabana mm-hmm. and she's telling the story and he's telling the story at the same time and their stories are so similar that it almost sounds like they were with each other like mm-hmm. they weren't with separate people they yeah. were with each other because they were the exact same story and i'm thinking that again, just mimics the whole timing of things. And they're just trying to drive in. It's, it's like the, what's the word? The, the uh, serendipity Mm. where they were together though. No, they They were with the same. I thought they were with the same stripper and one had one. Oh, so so that that story they're together. But the second story where uh, McMurray's in McMurdo beach and Mrs. McMurray is in McMahon Riviera. Those are two separate stories, but they, so those are really well written. I agree. 
at for, and and well timed. Yeah, the 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 timing of those were great. I just uh, the the substance of the story is just. But they off-putting. mimicked each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was well done. For to sure. To the point where you're yeah. like, they were with each other. They're just mm-hmm. blowing smoke. They are always just with each other, and they're making it sound like they're with others because they want to sound like they're open, or they want to sound more exotic. Or oh, I think they're. Maybe they are exotic. exotic. Maybe they are (laughs) exotic, but at the same time, they mimic the the story almost to the part where it was just like, okay, well, they were with each other. They're members of the lifestyle. I was trying to look up, you know, in the Karate Kid movie, that thing that he uses the 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 drum with the fly. Yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. called? Anyone knows what that what that's called? Because that's that's basically what McMurray was doing with his uh, <laughs> with the. And I want it noted. Right, the. Uh, that, that's too hard of a slap. It oh, was sorry. it was just a little small one. Right, it's McMurray. I keep forgetting. Um, I want that's a I'm, horrible visual, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what in the visual of the. Is not a bad one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll take that one over the McMurray visual. I'll, uh, I also want to know, uh, we, Canada, no one that I know says the word cousin. There's no T on the end of cousin. Yeah, that bothers you, doesn't it? It really bothers me. I'm like, I don't want people thinking that in Canada we say it this way because I have never heard anyone say it that yeah, way. You put a T at the end of the word across, though. So, across. I mean, it, it, it happens just with different words. <laughs> it's across. It's just like, it's like he drowned. Way to, way to back your wife there, bud. Yeah, no, noted. No, it's, it's, it's one of those that rubbed me the wrong oh, way. Oh, it really does. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and her dad, dad says it, too. It's like, oh, okay. anyway. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. What did, you, what did you think of this episode? So first, before I, I lose that thought and while we're on topic, I actually completely agree with Tanya Ooh. on the um, aspect of the McMurray's there. Hmm. The, I felt the same way as they were telling that story. I'm like, they are <laughs> in my head, 100% telling the story of being with each other. Mm-hmm. Like I, I they're, oh. they're both bat shit, right? They're out there. Um, I can't imagine unless they find other bat shit people who are on their level, even for people who are into the swing game and all that, these two are just out there. Um, I, I think they get off on it. And, and I interpreted that they are absolutely playing a role playing game ongoing on the regular basis. And they're both telling their versions of it in whatever way they want, but it's each other. Those two are so into each other. It's this weird, twisted romance and love that they had. And I love it, but they're so into each other and they're perfect for each other. And, I, and that that's, I actually read that whole scene the exact same way. I'm like, they are hmm. just telling an, an adventure that they both had in their own heads as they played a role, uh, played out a role playing scenario. Mm-hmm. That's what I took. Mm-hmm. It's like a penthouse romance novel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I agree with you. Honey, as soon as you said it, I'm like, that. I already had it written down. I'm like, <laughs> I completely agree. The episode as a whole, I, I think Al, I agree. There wasn't a lot of substance. It was a hard one to sort of get behind. Uh, there were some good moments. I, I'd say the, 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 what you, Victor, referred to as a clip. Uh, with with Rosie and Mary Fred and Wayne was one of my favorite moments, whether it's a clip or not. Mm-hmm. I was so damn proud of Wayne the way he handled that <laughs> when when he said "Yep," and yeah. she walked by so confidently. Yeah, oh yeah. Didn't even look at her. Just that's right, bitch, mm-hmm. and move on. And I loved it. I'm like, that was the best way. Like that's the ultimate kind of re- revenge is a dark side, but mm-hmm. it's just that gratifying moment of. You, it, this it's is a, what you it's missed. a fuck you. Yeah, I moved on. Yeah, yeah. I, 
Yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. I thought it was so well. And, and just the grin on his face said it all. Mm-hmm. So um, that was, I mean, yeah, there wasn't a lot of substance. They, I, I agree with Victor as well. I mean, I, you all have made good points already. That's why I like going last as well, because I can just echo some of <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> But again, the Marie what? Fred thing, that again was timing as like as she's coming out of the room, mm-hmm. you yep. know, and Wayne's that question on Wayne and, and she walks through. It's all it's the whole show was just timing. Yeah. Yeah. And then and and, and, and the trying time travel, as we'll get to. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Well, oh I was going to mention that so already. Much, yeah. Let's get to yeah. it right now, because there is time. Time obviously runs differently in Letterkenny. <laughs> it does. I, you know, they went from doing their thing to day drinking to traveling to Michigan. To, oh, yeah. Who drove? Who drove? Well, yes, that Ro- Rosie, Rosie, Rosie drove. And, and let's let's call all of them, you know. <laughs> Katie, Katie seems like a pretty, you know, solid, confident woman. Mm-hmm. If this day were the way it played out, she went from let me call Derek's to let me go to Michigan because I'm going to kill this motherfucker in like a second. Like there is like she's trying to call him, but it's the same day. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't go to that escalated matter. Someone is confident. No, she was going there her. already. Yeah, she was already going there. Right. So I don't no. know. I don't know. She, she was, said she but, but she, she was going to help. Con- but she was going to help them uh, um, get hangovers. over their hangovers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it was, I it, just, it's, a, it's also a BS reason just to get her down there. But uh, yeah. I, I don't why, think, was he, why was he so surprised that she was there? Maybe he didn't know she was coming. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she tried yeah. to call him and, and to let him know maybe, and he never answered. So yeah. that's probably why. Anyways, the, the timeline doesn't mm-hmm. make, and, and, you know, in Letterkenny lore, it's, it's, it's yeah. all over they the get, map. They get in their trucks and they show up just at the same time as, it's just, it's so And once again, Marie Fred's coming all the way from Quebec. Right. Uh, just like, to tell him this? to tell him that that happened that weekend. So yeah, it's maybe she brought she took the portal stand portal, yeah. but hopefully, hopefully Wayne took the keys to the portal away from her now, and she'll have to drive her ass yeah. back for you know the six hour drive she'd have to take. Yeah, um, y- yeah there's I mean there's a lot there. Um, did you have any other points, Matt? No, I no. mean there it, there were some great moments mm-hmm. for sure in this episode, some things that made me laugh, <clears throat> but there's also a lot of holes. I think this fits the par of a lot of season finales that we've seen mm-hmm. none of them i think have ever blown us away um so at least we're consistent i mean if you want to talk about earned cliffhangers though this one earned it this this one that we're, they're building towards it all season long right this one is a well what's the cliffhanger here i well, just had the hanger it's a finale finale a like we'll, 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 I'll, I'll get to that in a second when it's my turn but uh, i just had a light bulb what I now know why Rosie, why Marie Fred came and told um, um, Wayne. Why? Because she's scared of Katie. Because didn't Katie say to her, don't like, didn't she threaten her? Well, Katie went she, over there to give her a box shot. She already shot. got boxed. Yeah, she already, she already got, got boxed. Box. Oh, did she yeah, already get yeah. boxed? Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right, with Bonnie. Anyway, let's, uh, Dennis, what did, you, what did you think of this? We haven't heard from you yet. Well, there are a number of reasons why I kind of identify. So, because, you know, I'm. I'm an asshole from Michigan that spent a lot of time at titty bars. So <laughs> let's just set that straight. Uh, employed by the way. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, it's, you know, when you're in one of those clubs, the male gaze is something that kind of comes with the territory, mm-hmm. but because I've spent a lifetime being protective of other people, I'm every girl's big brother. Mm-hmm. So I've had that conversation with plenty of dudes where I'm like, I don't like you, dude. And if you hurt that girl, I'm really going to hurt you. 
So it's, and I've literally grabbed dudes by the face mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure that they know I'm serious. So you really related yeah. to Wayne in that scene. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm fucking dying for a piece of you. And it's, I'm just waiting for you to slip up. And, you know, I have a sister that's 14 years older than me and there are ex-boyfriends of hers. If they cross my past, I'm, I'd still twist their neck shut. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think the Deer Beers Day is more of a device to have a large group of people readily accessible. Ah. You know, it's a reason why there are so many people kind of pooled up there that to call in the troops. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So good, good as a point. flat device, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're all married men, so you may not want to answer, but <laughs> how many of you have been to Titty Bars in Quebec? Cause, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh. Well, so she. <laughs> yeah. Readily she has as well. Yeah. Do they Sad. really get to grab the girls? In some of them, yeah. In some of them. I haven't it's, it's seen that. Uh, dude, dude, you can do that in Toronto. You don't have to go to Montreal. Uh, in Toronto, that'll get you beat up and kicked out. In Quebec, no, no, though, no, it's, no, it's allowed. No, 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 no. It's a thing. Like, uh, it? We oh. can not take it offline. But back in the day when I was younger, yeah. There, take it off as he tells his story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. There, there's, there's, I don't even know those places around anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, Lancaster Club and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's, uh, there, there's, you could do that. There, Whiskey A Go-Go is another one where they let you go wild the, we're the learning thing about, a lot more about victory the, oh, yeah. the, the, the <laughs> thing about montreal is and i i, I it's been a while because i went there for a bachelor party mm-hmm. the one thing that the, there are two girls they went came on a table uh we we're sitting at a round table and they came onto the table settle down tanya they <laughs> stood onto the table right. uh and and <laughs> and, and 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 then they started performing mm-hmm. yes and and what they were doing is they were doing yeah. uh, uh sexual acts on each other right and in front of us on the table so something you think you'd have to go to amsterdam for but no that's happening in montreal yeah. and and right in front of you right and so so that's like the, you're not going to see that kind of stuff in toronto you, mm-hmm. the, you're only going to see that in montreal uh the, the, the yeah the whole kind of going above and but, beyond and uh with your kind of private table dances or or whatever they're called uh lap dances mm-hmm. um i, I don't think you, you, you don't need to go to montreal for that it's just that extra level <laughs> yeah. of performance that's Why are you wild. looking at me somebody that had to enforce those rules that's a completely alien concept to me because yeah nobody touches the girls you know no yeah well yeah I know some places, but it's like, <laughs> see, you know, I, some I, places I'm, I'm too. Yeah, yeah. not, not legally anyway. Although I don't know if it was legal in Montreal either, but I know it was. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, any other points there, Dennis? Um, yeah. Again, with the McMurray's mm-hmm. the, the same as Matt and Tanya, it's, I, I get the feeling that they want to seem more exotic than they actually are mm-hmm. because how many times have they talked about this, you know, being part of the lifestyle and some mm-hmm. of the wild stuff that they've done, but it almost always involves one another, at least from, one side of the story. So I, I think maybe that's just part of their kink. Where well, there was that one time, uh, uh, St. Patty's day episode with Katie, Mrs. McMurray and Katie in the bathroom. But, but if you remember, he was outside Mr. McMurray was outside having a cigarette was told that he, uh, that she was in the bathroom, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And he went running in right away. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. I think he wanted to either stop it or be a part of it or something. Well, Katie would not be a part of that with McMurray. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Anyway, but I, I think, you know, being a 19 minute episode, it really did help them play with the timing. Mm-hmm. And this was a very cinematic episode. And it's something yes. I've really been impressed by in the last few seasons where 
there are shots you're like, man, that's yeah. well. That that whole lo- last montage, as as long as it was, was really I I thought was really well done. Now, Matt, you're a little more critical about the musical montages. What did you think? But so I was going to say, I, I agree. This is one of the first montages that actually made sense to me. I hmm. thought they did a good job because normally they don't seem to have a purpose. It's kind of like let's just get everyone together pan around the room and show what they're doing end of story right. this one told a story mm-hmm. through a montage and they told it well where they bounced at the right time to drag or drag to carry the story forward mm-hmm. up until that epic ending so i actually thought that was one of my favorite parts of the whole episode mm-hmm. and like you said i'm always very critical of montages i thought this one they nailed Good. For, for me, that was the episode. Yeah. For me, that montage was the episode. Yeah, like, you already yeah. called that. You said yeah. this was. Yeah, agreed. This was it. Uh, agreed. It was a yeah. Uh, so, all right, it's time for ratings, and I'm. It was still st- Dennis's turn. Oh, sorry, Dennis. Did you have anything else? Well, you know, they did a really good job of framing some of those scenes too, where mm-hmm. you know, just like when Dirks was looking at Rosie. And he said, how are you now? They completely blocked out Wayne, so you don't see him. Until right. He says, oh, yeah. you. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, that was really well done, but mm-hmm. there were different moments throughout the episode where they did play on, you know, the the angle that you see certain scenes from to, you know, block it out to have a little more punch when they actually play out. But yeah, yeah. turns out Tierney's a pretty good director. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So ratings. So I want to set a scene here because basically this episode it picks up, sorry, leaves off where this podcast picked up. So to give you guys some, some background, uh, this episode happens and then everyone, all letter Kenny fans are like, Holy fuck. We can't wait to see Dirk's get his comeuppance and they can't wait for the next That's season. That's not what they said. That's what they said. Because, <laughs> no, trust me. They didn't say comeuppance. Right after they said frick. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was, um, it was, they, they said it offline. Yeah, they said it offline. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. And the season didn't come when it was supposed to come. And then months later, the season didn't come when it was supposed to come. So when the, what was it, 2020, when the season finally dropped on, on Boxing Day, the excitement, everyone couldn't wait to see the scene of Dirk's getting his. Mm. So this is where it all begins. So this is why everyone is wow, so excited. Long it's a long It was wait. a long wait. So Letterkenny ah. fans couldn't wait when, when they finally saw that it. that season nine was coming out. It was because this is I how they were left. It. They were left like this. The the Hicks, well, all of Letterkenny sprinting towards Dirks to, to beat the shit out of him. And then boom, nothing for over a year. So picture that. That's basically all Letterkenny fans were waiting for that moment to come back. And we only have to wait a few weeks. So <laughs> consider yourselves lucky. Um, so having said that, uh, this... There's so many ma- like epic scenes in this. So the the Wayne and Rosie, I love it. Uh, the you know relationship <laughs> Wayne's back, so much fun, and and you know watching Wayne flirt was was hilarious. I think that's kind of the first time we see Wayne kind of flirting. Uh, uh, he used to cock uh, yeah, Murray Fritz. Yeah, that's not flirting though. That's more. There, just, there's the barbecue talk with with. Uh, um, yeah, but he wasn't flirting. Tanner. He was he was reacting Tannis. to Tannis. He wasn't actually. Yeah. He wasn't doing like he wasn't I being. I, I don't know. I I see that as flirting. But yeah. Um. And the um, the Marie Fred scene, I love it. And then then the the uh, last scene w- was epic and amazing, and just the way it should end. 
but man, those park parking lot scenes are just tough to watch. And and I feel like again they had Come these on, the f- dance they dick. had these four scenes that they were building towards and they need to put them together somehow. Uh, Dennis, I love the point you make that that was a plot. De- Day beers day was a plot device, so that explains maybe why they didn't really have a backstory for it. But it's unfortunate because they even had a backstory for the one hundred shots in one hundred seconds, right? They had like something to say, letter Kenny tradition, blah blah blah. So they could have done that. It's a nineteen minute episode. They could have added two or three minutes of exposition and done something to set that up. I can't believe your hang up is da- is is day drinking. It, it, okay. They drink. They no no that's, that, that's, that's not the hang up. It's those scenes. So usually we call them commercial breaks. Like whenever Riley and Jonesy or the skid have like these these 30 second scenes that mean nothing we call them commercial breaks unfortunately these scenes took up a big chunk of those 19 minutes and i i did not like them but everything else was epic enough that i'm going to give this one a clearance it's a clearance it's a high clearance but it's not a fresh it can't be a fresh for me unfortunately victor yes what do you what rating do you (laughs) give this (laughs) what it is Uh, i mean i mean I mean, you really hit all the points. I mean, even with the two clips that you called out that were really great scenes, uh, they were. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt about it. But this episode was those two clips, mm-hmm. the, the day drinking scene uh, that they kept coming back to, and then montage, right? Yeah. So, and, and obviously we had the cold open, which was just a blah. Yeah. And, 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 and for me, the, so, so when you kind of, yeah, you got to give props to those two very impactful, you know, mm-hmm. scenes with, you know, developing the relationship. That's fine. And I don't think it was as groundbreaking as, as you, because I feel like we, we've seen. Not groundbreaking, just fun. They were fun to watch. Fun. Yeah, yeah, they were fun. I have mm-hmm. no, no objections. Yeah. I, 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 you can never have enough of Rosie as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. I'll take Rosie over Shirzy uh, any, any day. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, but there's not enough of that, right? There's, there's just, there's not enough of that, that. And then the Murray Fred scene, um, that those are great, but they don't save the episode. Right. Uh, the other, uh, the, the, the day drinking, um, you want to anchor it fine, but don't take a shortcut. Give us a little bit more. Yeah. Us, they had the time, right? They had the time to set it up. Yeah. 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 I feel like maybe there was, you know, somebody called in sick or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, so the writing room wasn't as full, yeah. but, um, but then the montage, right? The montage, I, I, I like, you know, thinking, looking at all the previous montages we've, we've ever had, this is the most impactful one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one had the most to say it had a story in it. Like mm-hmm. Matt said, it, there was a, there was a, you know, there was a build up and it was, just, you know, the, the music was just brilliant. Yeah, it's great I don't know song. who that, yeah, I, I, you might, you I might hear it later. Homework. You might hear yeah, it later. Yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, so I didn't do the homework. I didn't uh, research who the, who the, who the artist was, but that was a great song and it was just perfect for the scene. It was just so much build up. It was such a, um, great story that happened in there for me I, like i said i would have been totally satisfied mm-hmm. if we just had that montage as the uh, as the episode wow. and 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 but but that's not what we got yeah we we so i have to give it you know rate the entire episode um so for me it has to be a clearance it's not a high clearance it's not a low clearance it's just a clearance because the montage um is as wonderful as it is mm-hmm. uh we you know that wasn't the episode we have to give rate the whole thing okay 10 um, 
I I didn't question the whole day beers day. Uh, they drink. They were outside. They were at Modine's. Like usually, there, there's no patio at Modine's. They were on their lawn chairs. You know, maybe they got a permit for that day. Like I can read all sorts of things into that. You know, they they got a permit. They got to sit outside and enjoy the day and have beers. And you know, even the McMurrays, who usually kind of turn me off. Um, you know, comical like the. They, they, them both standing there and and going back and forth with their hips and and the imagery of you know a, a dick going back and forth and Bonnie popping her head out going oh are you dancing now like and bringing more beers like that was just so much fun like there was nothing wrong with it at all I, again I looked at the episode as a whole and I loved the timing of everything how everything was it was to that pinnacle moment of of, of uh, the ending and how everything was just timed out it was just all again, like I said, serendipity where it's, it's just like everything happened at the exact moment that it was supposed to happen in. Um, the, the end was fantastic. Like that's exactly how it should have ended. That's kind of what we all predicted. Um, I, I didn't imagine that it was, I didn't know how they were going to make it happen. And that was the only way they could make it happen by, by doing this montage and, and, and tying it all, um, into that, um, final end story. Um, I give it a fresh, I, nothing offended me. Like it was, it was a great episode. Mm, okay. Matt. So it's funny. I agree with almost everything Tanya said, but I still give it a clearance. Wow. It, listen, we, we, especially we're coming off Holy Sheets. Mm -hmm. There was a couple other really fantastic episodes this season. If you are comparing them, this one doesn't hold a bar. I enjoyed the episode. Yes, mm -hmm. it was. I thought it was fine. It was short. Didn't have a lot of substance. We've talked about a lot of this already. Um, the montage at the end, again, I think that was one of the things that really saved it. It, it actually, and it's funny enough, that it reminded me of, you ever seen the movie WALL-E? Mm -hmm. um, the animated Oh, yeah, great movie, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it is very difficult to tell, especially in this day and age, to tell a story without saying anything. Yeah. yeah. WALL-E, a fantastic example of a story, very for true. the most part, that is told yeah. extremely well. Mm -hmm. Without first forty minutes of the movie is a is a no dialogue. Yeah, it's brilliant, and not yeah. to say this is Wally, but mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing that it reminded me of, where mm -hmm. they really were able to capture a story in a small little segment of 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 show mm -hmm. with some music and just showing you what's going on, and you were able to follow it and and enjoy it and understand it and and engage with it. So, uh, hats off to them for that. I thought it was brilliant, um, but the rest of the episode it was it was fine. Like. Yeah. You're not wrong. Your points are spot on. There was either day during anything didn't bother me. It's a small town. Mm -hmm. Who knows? They probably said, fuck it. Let's call one day a year. We all get out and drink, our, drink our faces off out in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. They do it all the time anyways, <laughs> but let's call it a day yeah, just to know, validate right? ourselves. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference does it need, between does that it need and an the, explanation? Yeah. As it was at Modine's but, this time. Yeah. It was outside on lawn I, chairs at Modine's. No, I get it. I, I mean, Dennis is, is right. He's 100% right when he said it's just an excuse to gather as many of the characters yeah. in one place at, at, at once. So perfect. I, I agree. Yeah. So I, I kind of miss care. Glenn it's, and Dickens there. I wish they'd been there too. But other right? than that, yeah. And, and Tannis. Yeah, and small towns do things like that. Yeah. And that's okay. They they find weird ways to just have yeah. fun. And, and God bless them for it. So, um but yeah, it's a clearance. Uh, I definitely 
was a huge fan of the Wayne and Rosie scene, mm-hmm. him flirt, what we call him flirting now. I loved it. <laughs> I it was a different side of him that I loved seeing. Yes, he's flirting in different ways, but this one was true yeah. and it was cute and, and I love watching them. And I mean, continuing to love Rosie more and more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she's just a really spectacular character and uh, I, I look forward to seeing more of her in season nine. All right. So, yeah. Dennis. Thanks. Uh, this season as a whole was really a return to form. Seven kind of, you know, I lost it with the whole egg hall thing and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. This really is very letter Kenny. Mm-hmm. Even though it's only 19 minutes, there are a lot of interlocking skits that comprise this episode, but they're so well formed. And, you know, you, you can nitpick them. There are, you know, holes you could drive a truck through. But, you know, they, they all add to the narrative that makes you care about the ending that they give mm-hmm. you. And really what you have to question is, and I haven't heard a criticism of the the end of the episode, you know, the ending montage, oh, we're all on the same page. Yeah. But can one scene damn or redeem an entire episode? Mm-hmm. The movie, if, the, if you don't like the ending, even though you love the movie, does it suck overall? Mm-hmm. And with this, I can't remember many experiences as a television viewer where I cared so much about the ending of an episode mm-hmm. and sat there going, Oh, oh, oh right. shit, it's on right, right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you said, we had to wait a friggin' year mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the, Don't the say anything. this resolve. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I, it, I've experienced a lot of random things in my life. So to impress me is a pretty tall feat sometimes, mm-hmm. but the ending scene of that episode paid off so well for me that I, yeah, again, uh, I can't remember many experiences like that. So there's something to be said for that. So for me, if for nothing else, the music, the pacing, all of those things really sold that episode for me to make it a fresh. Awesome. All right. That's great. I mean, you know, it's, it's good to have a di- diverging opi- opinions here. So we'll move on now to MVPs. And I'm about to pull a Tanya because I haven't even thought about who my MVP would be. This. <laughs> oh, Why no. is that pulling a Tanya? That's because... not fair. <laughs> not really? <laughs> really? No, you know what? Okay, I'm going to give my MVP. I know who I'm, I'm, I'm giving my MVP to Wayne. Uh, uh, Wayne was great in this episode from the uh, the the face off with Dirks at the yep. beginning of the bar, grabbing him by the, the chin. And I, you know, I, I can't wait to get you uh, to his the uh, his flirting with Rosie to his timing with Marie Fred to just everything and then calling calling everyone together to go beat up on Dirks. Uh, it's Wayne. I think this is Wayne's episode um, for sure. So my MVP is Wayne. Victor. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. Wayne Wayne's the anchor. Uh, everything ties back to him, and 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 for me, the reason I have to give it to Wayne is you know the comeuppance, oh right? <laughs> right. This is this is this is what we've been building. This is he from from the first moment that he meant he met Dirks. Mm-hmm. He's been waiting to get the comeuppance mm-hmm. from that very very first moment, <laughs> from that first glance, mm-hmm. and 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 it and and it and and we allegedly. That is going to happen because mm-hmm. uh, I have no idea what's going to happen in uh, episode one of the next season. Katie I'm, should. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping they're not going to do one of those, you know, 
oh, they're going to, it looks like they're running towards him, but then they run, run past him uh, to, to get the degens because <laughs> whatever, you know, there's something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> like, uh-huh. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh-huh. I, I have no idea, but uh, it looks like he's going he's, he's, he's to get uh, what he's been waiting for from the very first. S- say it one last time. Go ahead. Come up. Come up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, failed. <laughs> Nailed <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Let me, uh, yeah. Who's your MVP? Yeah, 110%. It was Wayne. Absolutely. His flirting, his, his like threats to, to, uh, Dirks, um, you know, getting everything that you guys have said, even in the cold open, his turning around going, Oh, fucking yeah, just he, he total. Was the, he was the best part of the cold. Open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Total, total, <laughs> just perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. AA plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt. So, I guess this makes our first MVP unicorn. Oh, it's clearly Wayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything start to finish. Um, I, again, there's not much more to say. You guys nailed it. Yeah. He carried it. He saw it from day one. The moment he met Derek's, we have, we'll be, it'd be rude of us. And on, um, <laughs> I don't know, unruly of us to not give it to him because he carried through and he saw it and he protected his sister and mm-hmm. he's there. And I just, I love the guy. But I I love too, though, that he never let Katie see it. Like he never, like he just let her make her decision. Yeah. And he like, you know, when uh, uh, Gail's like, oh, here comes Katie. Like he was like. That was a a great little touch in that scene as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah, it's it's a weird. I, mean, I think we talked about this with last episode, the one where he has his trust in her, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's willing to let her make her mistakes, mm-hmm. and she's a big girl, and she'll figure it out, and he'll be there to support her, yeah. regardless of the outcome. He's there, yeah. and yeah, it's a weird kind of, it's a very genuine kind of loyalty, and yeah. um, I I think it really shows a lot about his character. So yeah, he gets it. Okay, uh, and Dennis, your MVP. I'm going to give a strong honorable mention to McMurray. I don't know what any episode where he has more than 30 seconds of dialogue, just like Glenn, mm-hmm. it's always their episode to me when they mm-hmm. have a chance to really, you know, play some of their character traits. But <laughs> like all of you have said, the catalyst by which all of these interlocking skits work, the linchpin is Wayne. Yeah. This is very much a Wayne centric episode and he nails every scene, mm-hmm. every portion of this episode so it shows you why he's the anchor of the show itself all right great uh we're gonna move on to uh, top five and this should probably be pretty quick because it does not make my top five victor nope uh tanya no and matt well, do do we want to talk well, about my last? We will stuff? in a second. Oh. So this one here, does this one make your top? <laughs> this five? is why we. This is why we should have pre-production meetings. No, no, this is the, oh. just you just have to listen. You just have to pay attention. Wait, Matt doesn't like being told no. <laughs> so <laughs> yes or no to no. this one? No. All right, and Dennis, no, uh, Alan. You, no, you've Alan. given us your top five in the past. Does does this one make your top five? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, now let's uh, move on to, or, or before we get to, to, well, no, I guess we should. This is top five related, so we'll do this first. Oh, it's your show, Al. Tell Matt, did you? Did, you said you were going to watch your top five. Did you watch your top five? I did. Have you I made did, your, your decision as to which one I is did. going to be okay? So be, before you let us know, I I ran the, the uh, Twitter poll. The Twitter poll was which episode do you think Matt will drop from his top five to make room for uh, Holy Sheet? 
so uh, Dick's slip out was 11.1%. So, you know, the lowest uh, relationships, 18.5. A fuss at the golf course, 33.3. But the majority at 37%, just slight majority at 37%, people thought you would drop yard sales Saturday. So which one are you dropping? Well, clearly people don't know me as well as they think they do. <laughs> it is not yard sale Saturday. Oh, wow. I, I, I had something. I mean, I, I'm trying to keep myself a balanced top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back and I watched them and I laughed. Listen, yard sale Saturday. When you open a scene with Alexander talking about toilets, <laughs> I, I let him like, I can't, I can't take him out of there. Cause <laughs> I, love that scene so much and okay. there's so much more of that episode but that one there's only room on my list for repeat 37 times <laughs> and it was funny every single time right <laughs> and so, was offended <laughs> i came to a hard decision that there's only room on my list for one Dick episode. Oh, so I am going to remove Dick slip out. Really? Replace it. Oh my God. You're a Holy one sheets. Dick kind of guy. I watched wow. it again and I laughed and I, yes, I'm a one Dick kind of guy. And, I'm going to uh, say I'm, just, I'm relieved because I thought it was going to be relationships. And and I mean, I can't, you know, you thought he was going to stick two dicks lie. up there. I, I, <laughs> no, I just there's there's too many there'd be too many dicks on my list. Too and, many uh, dicks aren't good. <laughs> you got dicks here, there, here and everywhere. <laughs> All right, I I did run another Twitter poll uh, last week because uh, I just wanted to to hear the answer. Uh, in your opinion, which word is more offensive, uh, cunt or gash? And this one got forty one votes. A lot of people uh, voted on this one. Um, Passionate one. <laughs> yeah, it was a very yeah. And uh, so Cunt won with 63.4% uh, as the more offensive. And here's some some comments. So Be Free uh, said, depend on if I'm being called one or if you're referring to to one. Um, Eric said, neither. I think all terms for sex organs are pretty weird, awkward, more weird or awkward than offensive. In my opinion, if a person got offended by a word describing human body, they aren't comfortable with the human body. Uh Demon does our buddy there. He says you can't f- fully spell out the first one. So dot dot dot, <laughs> meaning uh, he thinks it's cunt, and and he's right. Like I I had I I, I spelled cunt c uh, with a asterisk yeah. and t <laughs> and gash. I spelled so you can't it. even spell it right. Well, because cunt only has one meaning. Gash has multiple meanings. So I, I'm uncomfortable typing out. The, I've never uh, heard of it called a gash. Well, never that too. Never. And then uh, Drew says, well, considering at 16, I got mad at my mom and called her the first one and she nearly took my head off my shoulders. I'm going to go with that one. Smiley face. (laughs) So, no. So cunt is the winner for uh, the uh, (laughs) the most offensive, more offensive than gash. It's hard because it's the T. I don't know. It's a K and the T. I don't know. I I still find gash to be. uh, Gash. Really? I didn't know that was even a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, no. I've, I've heard. I've heard. For me, a gash is a gash yeah. that you a get gash when you is fall like, off your skateboard. Yeah, you I, I get thought, a gash in your I knee. I thought maybe like the Brits too. They use cunt like like punctuation. Where, who like, uses gash? Uh, I've Where? heard it. I've heard it used, but it, it's it's always in a in yeah. It's always in a very weird 
Yeah, context. Anyway, huh. so those are the two polls we ran last week. Uh, let's uh, play a little bit of Guess of the Future. Everyone can play except for Dennis and I. Uh, we'll start with Victor. What do you think, or what would you like to see happen next uh, season? Um, well, uh, I don't know. I think This is I your think chance to use enough. the word again. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> first, well, first, I think we've had enough of Murray Fred. We don't need to see her anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can go away. Um I, I, and, and then, and, you know, let's, let's focus on Rosie now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in terms of the, yeah, I, I definitely want to see the comeuppance. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's just, I feel like, <laughs> you know, in reality, like when you have 30 on one or whatever the, the numbers are, it's almost like it like, okay, well that's going to last what? Two seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. So, so I don't know. Like, I just can't even imagine how that's going to play out. I, they're right. not going to show us how he's getting beaten up by 30 people. So I'm very, I'm very interested in what that actually is going to be. And that's why I'm almost like scared that there's going to be ginger and boots behind them. And that's, (laughs) (laughs) and they're, they're going to stop them from attacking him or something Uh, like that. I I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm worried that it's mm going to, it's going to, they're going to go sideways somehow mm-hmm. with, with that. And we're not going to get our comeuppance. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Ten, what, what do you want to see? I totally know what's going to happen. Oh. Because exactly what Victor just said, 30 people are not going to jump one person, even though they would totally do it in a heartbeat. Katie's going to put her arms out and she's going to say, Stop. And she's going to yell because she's going to be like flashed awake and and she's going to say stop. And then she's going to say he's mine. And then she's going to go up to him and just, yeah. Box him. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to take. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? I, I would put I would put uh, Al's lunch on that one. You like that one? <laughs> My lunch. I'm like, yeah, because you're totally right. Thirty people aren't going to take him down. She's she's going to, or or she's like, he's not worth it, or something. She's going to be like, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna somehow stop it. Mm. And I don't know whether she'll take her shot on it. She'll cock her own arm. She'll cock her own arm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt, what, what do you want to see next? Season? I, I like those. Those are, mm-hmm. those are good theories. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're not going to see any of it. It's just going to play an assumption, but we're going to get the aftermath. Matt what, knows. What? Don't you know? No, he doesn't know. I thought you watched no. it on Christmas when it came out or Boxing Day or no, whatever it was. Not. He did not. Oh, no, I, no. My bad. Al, Al my bad. The only I'm the only one. I'm the only oh, D-Gen. My well, bad. me and, and Dennis here, my buddy yeah, Dennis. Yeah, we've, we've held strong. I'm not yes. calling Dennis a D-Gen. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, I thought, I thought they're good theories. I, I'm expecting an angry, angry, Katie next season. Mm-hmm. Um, she put her heart out there. She was ready to dive in and this happened. I feel like we're going to see a different personality side of her. Um, p- potentially some international rivalry. Um, mm-hmm. Now that we've crossed border and picking fights in Michigan, I don't know. Does mm-hmm. Michigan have what it takes? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, if they have so we'll Dennis on their side, we're fucked. I know. I know. They're going to bring, they're going to bring Dennis over. Yeah. He's, he's, that's why he's been so active in our show. He's like, yeah. I'm in season nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm hoping to see more Glenn. Mm-hmm. I miss Glenn. Yeah. He yeah. Comes, every time he makes an appearance, he's, uh, just wonderful. And I wanted, I would like to get, I'd like to see him get a bit of a story. I don't know what, mm-hmm. I just want to see them give him more of a story again 
And um, I don't know if that'll happen, but that that's what I'd like to see. All right. Cool. Um, very cool. That's yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool, very cool. I can't cool. stop myself. I keep on doing it. It's terrible. Moving on to That's some cool. listener cool. comments. We got lots of listener <laughs> comments this week. Uh, oh, this wow. couple from our new friend, Brian Tan. First one. I laughed so hard at this Dick's episode. I'm half tempted to invite you for my wedding in April. LOL. <laughs> and then <laughs> why are Dick's out? <laughs> the last name's Dick. I think he just feels like he knows us well enough to, to, to put us on the list. And I'll also, he said, Al hurts my heart during Protestant pod when he cuts down Shorzy versus Riley and Jonesy, but it means all the more. So he's, a, he's, he's trying to catch up, trying to get, get to our seat. He's, he's getting there. Uh, Mike, our buddy, Mike, this one here is for you, Tanya. In reference to yard sale Saturday, I grew up, grew up with a speech impediment and went through years of speech therapy for it. And I thought the cold open was hilarious. Just mm. saying, LOL. So that was from Mike. Uh, finally got a victor's MVP. Correct. And Nick's Instagram was far too excited when I got it right. That was from Miss Goddess. <laughs> uh, catching up on. Pro- <laughs> I love that people get so excited about that. Catching up on wow. Produce Stand Pod on our road trip to Pittsburgh. So funny. Uh, Letter Kenny fan, check it out. That's what I appreciate about you. That's from Heather McCabe. Thank you, Heather. Uh, Protestant just finished the podcast. You know, sometimes there's too much cock talk and a podcast ought to be aware of it. Just kidding. <laughs> that was a great episode. Very nice. Very cool. That's from our buddy Jason C. He's talking about the, the Barcelona cock. <laughs> All the bar- we never took a picture of them. Oh, no, yeah. We still have to do that. And finally, from Steve, the music during the scene. Re- oh, this is about tonight's episode. Uh, the music during uh, the scene really amped up what was about to happen. I almost cr- uh, cried right at the end watching all of them run to defend Katie. Uh, thank you, Steve, for for the comment and for listening. Uh, yeah, amazing. So many comments this week. So thank you all for for taking the time. Um, so I guess we are on to final thoughts. And it's, again, down to me. Uh, Dennis, amazing Thank you so much for for stepping in tonight and and uh, and filling in. Uh, we never got to talk about anything, you know, any of your uh, other escapades, um, but because I didn't have time to prepare. So next time we, you know, have something good, uh, you know, a really good story prepared for us. Although for those of you who listened to the pre-show, he Dennis told a great story of uh, of being Tom Cruise's bodyguard at um, uh, uh, whose party was it? It was at Jimmy Kimmel's house. I wasn't actually Tom Cruise's bodyguard. Oh, but I I, I was there as security. But oh, okay. So you're at Jimmy Kimmel's house doing security, and Tom Cruise. So uh, if you're not a patron, you don't get to hear this gold uh, that uh, Dennis dropped on us uh, tonight. But man, it's a story. Uh, thank you so much, man. It, it's always fun, and I'm so happy we we're able to get you in this season because we didn't have you scheduled, and it hurt that we didn't have you scheduled. So so it was great to, to have you. Uh, come on uh this is a an amazing epic uh, episode and i hope you guys can appreciate how long letter kenny fans had to wait to see what happened next uh, and the pain and and that's kind of what spawned this podcast like we, this is when we started when i started doing the podcast was just killing time until that episode could drop or season nine could drop so uh thanks uh for for uh, sticking uh sticking with it uh victor your final thoughts yeah, well, uh, Dennis, so you can, uh, I guess, uh, add another layer to your onion because now you're a pinch hitter as well. So uh, uh, oh. thanks. 
So thanks for coming in and 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 doing a great job. As if uh, you know this was all planned. So uh, you know, wonderful. Your authenticity is just uh, is is always welcome, and uh, you don't pull any punches. So really appreciate that. Um, in terms of and and you know, yeah, can't can't wait to have you back and uh, you know get a, get a little more insight into your. Uh, 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 you know, circus that is your life. Uh, so, so uh, in terms of in terms of this season, uh, wow, you know, really, really great season. The last three episodes leading up to this one, where I believe we all they were all freshes. I think I, mm-hmm. I think yeah. they were close to being unicorns amongst mm-hmm. all of us. So that was you know that was uh, just a really great streak. Uh, this this last one was you know uh, wasn't you know had some holes in it, but it had a really really strong finish. And I think of all the finales. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I, this might be the strongest finale of an episode. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe not the strongest episode, but the, 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 the way that it ended probably I feel had the most impact. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, You're right. Yeah. 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 So I feel like that's, you know, w- that's great. Uh, I, I, I'm also happy. I don't have to suffer like everyone else did <laughs> in terms of, you know, waiting, a, you know, waiting a year through COVID uh, to, to get the, the next season. So, uh, you know, yeah. really looking forward to, our, you know, we'll, I guess we'll have to wait an extra week because we're going to do our uh, egg haul and, 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 uh, and, and, and our yeah. episode uh, recap. With, uh, yeah. with, with, with Giles and whatnot. But yeah, so, but that's okay. You know, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a small, small suffering. Anyway, uh, so really looking forward to all that. Um, and, and Dennis, thanks again for, uh, doing what you do. Dennis, thank you so much. I love your intros. Oh my God. You are like the superhero at starting us off. I think they are amazing. I don't know whether you do those just for us or whether you have those like as, as your like prior life and, 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 and coming into the, uh, uh, to the wrestling ring or whatever, but they are so perfect. Mm -hmm. And my God, you've got such gifts. (laughs) You you're incredible. Absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for coming on such a pleasure seeing you again and again. Um, I think that this whole, um, episode and, and, and that, that everyone kind of stopped for one year and and there was that pause on this episode. I think it was perfect. Like this is such a powerhouse Wayne episode. And uh, again, a fresh for me over and over again, um, you know, that, that to pause on, on Wayne being so like predominant in the, in the episode, I think that was a great way to kind of pause it. I, I'm sure it drove everybody nuts because it's driving me nuts and I want to see what happens next. Um, so uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can understand everybody's uh, frustration with that and uh, in uh, eagerness to, to watch the next one. So looking forward to it and uh, you know, having fun uh, Thursday after Thursday, week after week and uh, fantastic that we're here. Matt. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so fun. Dennis, I got so excited. You should have seen him when I popped on. He couldn't hear me or he couldn't respond. I don't know. But I was like, hey, and I was really excited. It was such a fun surprise. I uh, Sometimes we know who's going to be with us. Sometimes we don't. This is that we didn't. But uh, I mean, I, I love everyone who comes on the show. This is such a fun community. And I so appreciate everyone. Um this season, as you call it as well, welcome back, Letterkenny. This mm-hmm. was a great um, bounce back following the debacle that was season seven. They tried something, had some moments, but all in, it wasn't it wasn't fantastic by any means. So, 
Welcome back. I look forward to where this is going. I do want to make one comment. I did listen back to most of our episode from last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I've picked out our own MVPs amongst us on certain episodes. Tanya, you were 100% the MVP of last episode. I don't know if you used to run a, like a, a sex line or something, but you just, you just you, you oh, nailed dear. it. And um, I nailed you it. Were on, you were on fire one after another. I think Your somebody in the DM group also gave her the MVP for that episode. Oh my God. <laughs> I, was I was dying. So well done to you. Al, well done to you. Oh my gosh. That's I'm a hilarious. lucky man. All right. And the last word goes to our guest, Dennis. Uh, as always, I'm humbled and honored to have been offered the opportunity to hop on here. Um, that you feel that I have something to contribute means a lot to me. Uh, I try to be a fervent uh, fan and provider of certain pieces of uh, introspection and reflection on some of these episodes. And it, it's nice to have the opportunity to discuss something that I care about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you guys providing a forum, you know, you're providing a service beyond just the podcast itself. You're giving people the opportunity to really delve into something and share an experience. And for all of you listening, check the podcast out on Twitter, check out, you know, yes, we're open. You know, oh. uh, there are things out outside of this podcast, you know, Matt and, uh, Al both contribute and you know it's nice to hear their voices on something else and, <laughs> and not being a, not, not being goofs and making dick jokes right. yeah <laughs> it's, it's a very NPR format but yes you know, it, is. it serves a, a necessary function especially mm-hmm. in the climate that we're in mm-hmm. to you know see how businesses bounce back yeah just like the you know to bring it full circle you know letter kind of came back too mm-hmm. uh, it kind of lost its way for a minute this was a return to form and this really shows you the years that you've put in as a fan to watch this show to establish a relationship with some of these characters and how much you care or that ending wouldn't matter to you as much. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it tells me they've done a good job of making me care about these people, care about the show, the community that we're a part of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really care when is, is done wrong, you know, so Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the opportunity and, and honored as always to be here. Awesome. Well said. All right. We're going to, I'm going to play us off with the song from that uh, montage. It's called do it, try it. And the band is M eight three. Let me start it from the beginning. One job. <laughs> that's all we have for this episode join us next week and we'll have our regular end of season recap with our buddy dean giles don't forget to give our sponsor diabolical coffee some love they are diabolicalcoffee.com right now you can use a promo code as matt models his t-shirt promo code produce stand pot or just produce stand for 10 percent off any purchase from their site if you'd like to support our podcast rate us on itunes or become a patron there's a patreon link on our site or twitter profile at produce stand pod we're also on facebook instagram and tiktok at produce stand pod thanks for joining us now we're gonna drive down to michigan to have a go at no that no good two-timing dirks on behalf of dennis matt victor tanya and myself thank you for listening and have a great week Thank you.